Girl, I can do bad all by myself. I see she wearing a ring. I wonder if what she got is real. I'm just gonna do me. How about you just do you? Oh, I didn't even sign up for this. What is the state of your union? Another easy day. This is B-Notes. Hey, hey, and this is Ruby J all day. Let's talk marriage. Welcome back. This is State of Your Union. I am Ruby J. And I'm B-Notes. And this episode is about communication, a healthy communication in marriage and what that looks like. Um, we're going to start off with a, a verse from the Word of God. Found in Proverbs chapter 16, verse 24. Pleasant words are a honeycomb sweet to the soul and healing to the bones. Healing. That, that sounds so good. Healing to the bones. Before we jump in, let's take a moment and pray. Lord, thank you so much for an opportunity to come together and talk about marriage from your point of view, the only point of view, God. So open our hearts and minds to receive what your word says as it walks us through this journey of marriage in your way and in your will. Help our minds to be open to receive. Help us to better communicate with our spouses so we can ultimately glorify you. In Jesus' mighty name, we ask it all. Amen. Amen. So communication, it comes up Nine times out of 10 in every marriage, no matter how long you've been married, it can be a sore spot. Um, but we really want to give you some tools and just some steps that you can take to make communication more effective and healthier with your spouse. Um, one of the things that, that we get the opportunity to chat with other uh, married couples about it's just the overall differences between a husband and a wife. Um, and some of that is, it holds true across the board. Some of it, not so much, but it's really important to find out, uh, to really learn your spouse. Like that, that's key. So we just really want to make sure that we start there. The first thing we want to talk about um, and first tool or first thing to consider, I would say, is time overall time and um, the best time to chat with your spouse. Meaning, you know, is it better to, to wait until after your spouse comes home and is relaxed after dinner, after they get cleaned up? Is it better to chat with them on the commute home? How about um, after sex? Come after on. Se yeah, come on. I mean, whatever that looks like for your Spouse. But I think the important thing is to find out what that time is so you can capitalize on the time that they are best able and ready and prepared to receive what it is you want to talk about. Um, so time. And then, again, from a timing perspective, the length of time. Um, you know, sometimes we hear husbands, I mean, you know, you would say you hear husbands say, what about that? Um, yeah, normally I hear husbands say, she goes on and on and on. So it's important that 
the length of time be an agreed upon time limit. And uh, it may work best if you, uh, especially early on in this process as you're retooling, that you set a timer um, so that what you have to streamline what it is you want to say and only talk about the things that are most important. That's good. And, you know, it's not always the husband that says that, you know, we could have a, a, a wife, you know, whose husband goes on and on. So, again, it's about finding out how your spouse best communicates and then accommodating. And you can set that timer and you can always adjust as you, you know, see fit. So maybe it's a seven minute discussion for something that's just informational. You know, what was your day like? You know, what's going on with the kids? And then maybe a heavier discussion would require 10, 15 minutes, but agree upon it before ahead of time. So all of that is sort of laid out and expectations are set. So then the next part, and it falls under time, is how many times, you know, how many times have you had the same discussion around the same topic with your spouse? You know, talking about the challenge that you have with your boss, maybe, or that, you know, sort of cranky coworker, or the fact that your job is unfulfilling. It, it really is uh, important to determine if it's just a venting session that happened a couple of times, or is it ongoing to the point where it's a stronghold for you? It is something that you really need to go to God about. Your spouse is not going to be able to help you overcome whatever that challenge is. So you don't want to constantly talk to your spouse about the same thing over and over and over because it doesn't do much for you or them because there's no forward progression. Um, You know, so you certainly want to talk to your spouse about what issues you have, what challenges you have, maybe strongholds, so they can pray with you. But there are some things that only the Lord is going to be able to remove or help you through, because he may not remove you from the situation, but he can certainly be there with you and make the environment sort of be more uh, Conducive. conducive. Yeah. Ruby J, if I can interject real fast, uh, I just want to make sure that uh, we mention that it is important that we are not putting our spouses in the place of God. Sometimes the Lord allows tests to come and it's through people. And so we have to make sure that we are uh, vigilant about the test and determining what is a test. And what is a single off occurrence? I think that by doing so, that will really help us distinguish how many times we need to be talking to our spouses about something. You know, if if you find yourself talking about the same exact thing more than three times, it may be something that you need to start praying about, uh, going to your knees and talking to the Lord about either one-on-one or, you know, with your spouse as well, and uh, making sure that we're not putting our spouses in the place of God. That's extremely important. And I've had several discussions with with wives about that. And even myself, you know, early on in, in marriage, one of the things that I firmly believe is that the fairy tales, the Disney fairy tales have really sort of jacked us up. 
in the sense that, you know, it's put an unrealistic um, idea of what marriage is about. And so I had to learn that early on. My husband is, uh, you know, there could be a situation where I felt like I needed him to stay awake. Uh, maybe I, I wasn't feeling my best and he prayed for me. And, you know, I was concerned. Um, he prayed. I felt better. But I wanted, you know, that, that whole Disney night in shining armor thing that my husband is going to stay up all night long until, you know, I go into a comfortable sleep. You know, that's not realistic because he is not able to do that. He is limited by his humanity as I am. And so just like the disciples fell asleep in the Garden of Gethsemane, right? They fell asleep multiple times and Jesus asked them to pray. And so, you know, again, we can only expect our husbands or spouses to do so much. And I think it's, it's very important to have realistic expectations as it relates to sort of the, the challenges and the problems and the issues that we bring before our, our, our spouses. Um, very, very important. So that's time. And time is really important. Um, the Lord is a God of timing. And so that holds true in the area of communication with our spouses as well. So hang around with us. We have a lot more to chat about as it relates to communication and healthy communication in marriages. So hang in there. We'll be right back. We're going to take a quick break. Welcome back, America. You're listening to State of Your Union with B-Notes. And Ruby J. Uh, before the break, we talked about time, uh, discussing the best time to chat, the length of time, and how many times. Now we're going to go into the next topic, which is tone. Right. Before I do that, I know B-Notes um, said, welcome back, America, but we certainly have some international listeners. So we definitely want to give you a shout out to we haven't forgotten about you guys. So welcome back, world. How about that? Yeah. Yeah. So um, the tone we always want to. And I think we mentioned this in, in previous episodes. We always want to be mindful of how we speak to one another, um, our spouses um, in particular. I mean, everyone, but our spouses are making sure that we communicate in love and season our words with salt. Um, so I think it, in order to do that, um, you know, because we can certainly be nice, our words can be kind, but we need to go a bit deeper and find out, you know, what how your, your spouse best receives information. And so I think we all have at one point or another done like a personality test where it kind of tells you how you communicate, how you interact with others. Um, if you haven't done that, it's a simple Google. You can Google personality test, take the test. It's a few questions that you guys answer. And then it kind of gives you a, an understanding of how you best receive and also how you best share information. I think it's key to, to know that about your spouse, because let's say he or she is a director uh, personality. They don't want like the warm and fuzzy stuff. They want you to get straight to it. What is it? What's the issue? They're a problem solver by, at, at, at heart. So they want to know what it is that needs to be fixed so they can think about offering that solution. Um, 
if you do have a spouse like that, I think it's important because you, you know they're like that to lead your conversation with, okay, you know what? I don't need a solution. I just want to tell you, I'm not really looking for a solution to anything. It's not a problem. I just really need to vent. I need to, you to just take a few moments and let me share this with you. Um, I, I think that, again, is understanding your spouse, but making sure that, you know, however you go about communicating, whatever it is you need to communicate, they know right ahead, right at the front of the conversation, what is required of them. So, Ruby J, what about um, the couples who like the warm and fuzzies, the, the kind words, that sort of thing? What would you suggest then? Um, you know, I, I would suggest starting with that, you know, and and being genuine, saying, you know what, baby, I, I really appreciate you. I appreciate the sacrifice that you make. I appreciate what you do for me, you know, what you do for the kids, whatever that is, um, you know, lead with that. But you have to be genuine about what it is you're saying and then say, you know, I with that being said, there is just something that I want to share with you. I want to get off my heart. Um, and uh, I, I hope that you kind of are ready to receive this. It's probably important that we mention that this should not be the only time uh, during these discussions that we are saying kind words to our spouse. Otherwise, it will set up a, a trigger in their mind that anytime we're about to say something nice to them, then we're going to follow on with, with some sort of issue. Right. You don't want it to be that way. And then they're like, oh, goodness, you know, or even going back to what you said, if your spouse best receives information after intimacy, you know, you don't want it to be where every time that you're intimate with your spouse, you hit them with something right afterwards because they're like, wait a minute, we're about to have sex. Uh, maybe she's going to say something. Maybe he's going to say something that's heavy. Like you don't want that to be um something that's going to weigh heavy and kind of take away from the overall point of having intimacy with your spouse. Almost coming across as uh, using it as a verbal weapon. Yeah. Well, uh, absolutely. I, I was saying, so we have to be careful, but I do think that it's important again to know your spouse. Do you lead with, with the positive statements first? Do you get right to the point? Do you tell your spouse, you know, Hey, this is what I'm looking for before I even start talking. This is what I need from you. And you'd be surprised how much more productive your conversations are, but also how much more relaxed. And that's what we're trying to get to. So again, you know, we talked about time. We talked about the tone. And now we're going to talk about the throne. Um, and I, I would say this is such a major one right here. Um, I've had situations where I've been frustrated with B-notes um, and I have just wanted to say so much in the moment. Um, just lay it all out. Let him know my feelings. Let him know my disappointments, whatever. But what I found is it is so much more uh, effective when I take a moment to just wait. 48 hours is, is really a, a good uh, moment, a good amount of time to say, you know what, 
I'm going to give this frustration. I'm going to give this annoyance 48 hours, right? Like whatever I'm feeling heavy on my heart, whatever that emotion is, I'm going to give it 48 hours. And after 48 hours, you know, during the 48 hours, I'm going to ponder, I'm going to pray um, to ask for help, wisdom, whatever it is, understanding. And what I found in those moments, either one or two things will happen. Um, the Lord will sh- reveal something about you in that moment that you didn't think about, um, something that you need to work on, something that you did or said that didn't make the situation any better. Or it in 48 hours, it won't even feel or be that much of an issue anymore. It's, it's not even you know, the 911 feeling that you had 48 hours ago. It's not as pressing as you thought it was. So I think really taking that time, going to the throne, um, I think that's key in communication. When you do that, then you really build up the spirit and you have more of the spirit talking and communicating versus the flesh. So time, tone, and throne. Those are the key things that we want to talk about as it relates to healthy communication in marriage. As always, we'd like to hear from you, America and our world, uh, as we do have international listeners now. Welcome. And so we want to make sure that you know how to reach us. Obviously, you found the podcast, but you can also uh, reach out to us online uh, through Facebook. We're up and running now. So Roger That Management Group, LLC. Find us. We'd love to uh, hear from you. We're going to take a quick break, and uh, we'll be back with your favorite segment. Is it me, or are you just being pissy? We want to take some time just to thank those who donated to this podcast thus far. Your generous gift really does matter. Together, as a State of Your Union, So You supporter, we can continue to offer trusted biblical principles today, tomorrow, and in the future. So thank you so much. And if you are listening and you want to know how to donate, there's a link in this podcast that will allow you to do just that. Also, if you find this podcast helpful, please share it with others. We want to make sure that we get the word out there and we expand and extend our reach. Lastly, but not least, all the prayers that come in about this podcast, about marriages, we love that. As we continue to pray for you, please pray for us and just know that we love you. Continue to pray and fight the good fight. Stay blessed. Hey, hey, welcome back. Um, So before the break, we're talking about healthy communication and marriage. We walk through the need to focus on time. Um, the tone that you have with your spouse and then the throne, making sure that you incorporate prayer in preparation of your communication with your spouse. So now what we want to do is take you right into our, is it just me or are you being pissy segment? And before I do that, we always encourage our listeners to submit scenarios that Maybe you felt like you handled pretty well. We'd love to read those over the podcast. But also, maybe there's a scenario that you feel like, you know what, we could have like done that a whole lot better. You know, we went to an ugly place. 
we don't really know how we could have handled it, submit those to us as well, because we would love to help you out, kind of give you some tools, crack open the word of God, see what he says about it, and really help you to sort of incorporate certain tools to make sure that the next time you encounter a situation like that, that you're armed and ready with what you need to make sure that you operate in the spirit versus the flesh. As always, there is no condemnation here. We are all learning. We're all growing together. That's what this station is all about. Absolutely. So that's a good segue into what we're going to do next is kind of give you a real life scenario um, that occurred with uh, myself and B-Notes. And to get us started, so this is a, a segment where I, I really thought that, or a scenario that I thought that B-Notes was, was being pissy, but I didn't go there with him. So it was a situation where I was planning out a day uh, on my calendar. It was pretty full already, but we needed to get our daughter uh, an appointment. So I needed to set up an appointment for her and so I really didn't know if I should go ahead and set up the appointment that day that was already pretty full. I had traffic to consider. So I just asked him, I said, hey, you know, babe, what do you think? Do you think I should set this appointment up for her today on this day? Or do you think I should move it to another day? To which he said, I don't know. I'm going to let you handle it. And so, again, I went straight to, uh, is it just me or what, right? And um, so this is the way I handled it. I stopped it there and I said, well, babe, you know, let me just say, based upon what you just said, I, I kind of feel like the way that I'm receiving it is that you really don't want to help me. Um, you don't feel like it's something that I should maybe even be asking you or your assistance with. That's how I'm receiving it. Am I, am I wrong? She was absolutely wrong uh, this time. Uh, this <laughs> time I was thinking, you know, the time of day, there can be a lot of traffic on that side of town. Uh, how much does she already have on her calendar? Uh, is there room for any more? Um, and then, you know, additionally, I, too, can be a helper. And so maybe this is an appointment where instead of her being involved, maybe B-Notes can take the daughter to the to the doctor. So, um, you know, a lot goes on in my head sometimes. And uh, it wasn't very clear when I when I asked that question. So, yeah, just taking those few short steps, those moments to just make sure that what you receive is really the way that your spouse, what they intended um, in, in the meaning of what they said. So that's the way we handled it. We did a pretty good job of sort of changing that whole thing and making sure that we operated in the spirit. But we want to just give you um, re rewind a bit and show you what we could have done if we were operating fully in the flesh. So, babe, um, I'm looking at my calendar. We need to get, you know, a daughter into this appointment. And, you know, my, my, my day is already really full. I don't know. I'm just kind of concerned. Do you, what do you think? Do you think I should go ahead and, and book the appointment or should I just move it to another day? You should probably move it to another day. I mean, there's no sense in me taking her to the doctor 
because you always want to be there. Um, and so you don't feel like I'm going to help anyway. So um, no sense in me helping you out right now. Well, if I asked you what I should do, then maybe that is a clue that I actually need help, right? I mean, if, if I'm thinking that I don't need your help, then I wouldn't have even told you the situation. So I'm telling you the situation. So with that, instead of responding, hey, you don't need my help, how about helping? How about that? How about I help next time? How about I just don't ask you next time or this time? Like, you know what? It's cool. I got it. It's our daughter. But clearly, you know, in this situation, she's mine. So I got it. I'll just take care of it. Now, you know, as we were doing that, you could hear the ugliness just grow, right? The flesh just grow, 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 grow. And it became less about the situation, less about our daughter and more about just being ugly. Who can be the ugliest? And that's not ever the, the place we want to be in because we're on the same team. We are fighting the enemy, common enemy. We are not fighting each other. So something so small like that could turn into a disaster. And, you know, that could lead to the whole day just being, you know what, I'm not going to call him. I'm not going to call her. I'm not going to even, you know, kiss goodbye. Uh, you know, I'm not going to cook dinner tonight. You know what? It's going to be no bedroom action. Like they, they just mess themselves up. You know, it could lead to so much. So we really want to make sure that we stop that thing. It's a dead end and we do not go down that street. So hopefully that was helpful to you guys. Again, please submit those scenarios. We would love to read them. Love to hear from you. And just remember that at the end of the day, we are each other's cheerleader. We have our best interests in mind. Your spouse loves you. Um, they, they want to speak to you in love. They want good things for you. So we have to remember that. But the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such, there is no law. Galatians chapter 5, verses 22 and 23. Be blessed.